Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Oh, here we go. I'm going to warn you right now, ladies and gentlemen, buckle down. We have got a lot of ground to cover with you today. The gun banners do not disappoint. They never do. Six Hour Studios fired up for you. Mark Walters in front of the Crossbreed Holsters Mike. All of it presented to you today and every day by X Insurance. Greg down in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. TGI Friday. It is a Friday, your favorite day of the week. Man, yep. been a busy day. Oh, man. I mean, and you've got three clips cut for us that are just going to work perfectly with, uh, well, all of the topics, but in particular, one of them. Sure. And I'm going to give away a little bit of what we're going to talk about on Sunday's MonsterCast here in today's program. Because there's so much material, I've been sitting on this one. And I started looking at it today, and I'm like, no, i got to go here today. I'm going to explain it today, and then we'll get some some read on it from some of our guests coming up on the weekend broadcast. Greg, since we're live on camera, why don't you tell everybody where they can go watch the show, as long as they are not driving, please. Yeah, sure. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give that a click, and uh, when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. Uh, Like Mark said, if you're driving, you don't want to be watching, so maybe you want to click the Listen Live link right above that Watch Live option, and when you open that second link up, you'll see two subsequent links. One's going to be for... Uh, the Monday through Friday Daily Defense broadcast, which is this show. And you're going to see the other for the Sunday MonsterCast. So just click appropriately. If you've missed a previous episode, you want to get caught up, the link above that is our podcast link. Head on over there and catch up on any episode you may have missed. If you want to support the show and buy up some merch, we'll head on down to our shop link and pick you something nice up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That's how it's done. Now, I said it was a busy day today. Boy, I tell you what, we got to doing some research triage, and that's uh, about 30 minutes in, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm overwhelmed. It wasn't a matter of what we were going to talk about. It was what are we going to get to and what order are we going to put it in? And can we get to it in two hours today? The answer to that is a resounding no. So I'm cherry picking some things here to talk with you about. So I guess what we'll do right now is get started. I'm going to start with Atlanta because this story came out just today and it happens to work very well with a lawsuit going on right now in Idaho. How does that work? I was going to kind of play around with this a little bit and tease you like I have been over the last few days as we go through some of these gun prohibitionist wish list dreams in various states. You know, I've been kind of playing with you, giving you information, but not telling you what state it is and kind of saving that for the end. I got to give this information out right now because I'm going to tie it to what's going on in Idaho. That's why I didn't play games with it. If I couldn't tie it together, I would have would have played the game with you today. But I have to tie this together for you. Atlanta today. Have you ever heard of the Sweetwater 420 Fest? Um, I never heard of it. I, I think I might have. Sweetwater is a brewery in Georgia, a microbrewery and very popular. Sweetwater 420 is sold all over the place, and it's an IPA. I'm not a big fan of IPAs. Too hoppy for me, too thick. If you're going to drink a beer, you want to pound a few beers. Yeah, I just don't like the bitterness of it. But nonetheless, lots of people do, and they've grown huge in the state. They were hosting, wanting to host, a music festival downtown at Centennial Park. Do we know Centennial Park from where? The Olympics, right? when they were held in Atlanta a number of years ago. It's a public property. Downtown Atlanta is losing the major music festival due in part to a fight over gun control. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's not due in part over gun control. It's due to gun control because Georgia is a free state. And here in the state of Georgia, guns on public property cannot be banned. Did you know that, Greg? I did. Okay, remember when we first started talking about this? Attorney John Monroe, 
from GA2A, formerly GeorgiaCarry.com, has been a part of this, and we've quoted him on this in the past. In fact, we talked about this very festival. Well, now it's all coming to a head. Here's what Chandler Darnell, a music festival fan who also works security at various festivals, had to say. Guns have no place at music festivals. They just don't. And Chandler Darnell is obviously not surprised as a security worker that Sweetwater 420 Fest is leaving downtown Atlanta's Centennial Park because of what? How do they phrase it? Security concerns, meaning you and me on public property being lawfully armed. So let's put this in perspective. Greg, you and I decide to take our families. You come in and say, hey, I'm flying into Atlanta. I want to see Centennial Park, to which I'm going to say to you, why? <laughs> okay. All right. And, who cares? Right? Yeah, yeah. But you say, I've never been there. I want to see it. I say, oh, okay. But we're carrying our guns in downtown Atlanta. And you and I take our families and we go and we hang out with hundreds of other families at Centennial Park. Many, likely we're not the only two that are armed lawfully. Now, Let's put a concert in there somewhere in Centennial Park. And you and I go to Centennial Park for the concert. Now we can't be armed. We were armed earlier in the day. What difference does the music festival make there? Can you figure that one out? I, I do. I, okay, so What I difference have, does it make if you put it there? I, I agree, but I, my question is, are they serving alcoholic beverages at the concert? Who cares? I could walk into a bar and have a beer in I, the state of Georgia lawfully carrying a gun. The answer to that question would obviously be yes, because it's Sweetwater 420. Okay. Well, it's a brewery. Well, my distinction here is, and it's different than Texas, is you can't. I, I don't think you can carry firearms into uh, an establishment that serves liquor here, which may be different in your state. So that was kind of why I was asking that question, because things are a little different here. That makes sense. You know, I would say the same thing in, if you were living in, for example, and that's really a good point, when we talk about growing up in a gun-hating place, you've been taught gun-hating things all your life. Now, you're not talking gun-hating, but you're reflecting what you know where you reside, right? Correct. In this case, it happens to be that. That's, so that's a good example, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Same thing holds true when I'm in Arizona. However, if you say to me, hey, I'm not going into that concert because we were just at the park all day, to which I would say, why do you want to go back anyway? Let's get out of here. Yeah. You say, well, I want to go to the party or the, and, and to the concert and, and party and have a good time. And we try to get in and they won't let us in because we're carrying our firearms, the same firearms we had all day during the day. All of a sudden, well, other people are going to be there and there's a music playing and we can't carry our guns. See, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So I say to you, well, let's go up by my house. And go get a beer and some dinner. And you decide you want to sit at the bar, and we sit at the bar, and we're openly carrying our firearms, and we order beers. That's perfectly legal here. Cool. Perfectly legal to do. But let's, that, that's nuance. Let's get down even a little bit further into the weeds here. It's totally reasonable that an event like that would want to control whether lethal weapons are allowed inside, said Darnell. Now, look, if, they, if that's what they want to do, they can do that. But they can't do it on public property. So you follow where I'm going with this? Yeah, and this kind of rings similar to uh, DeSantis restricting firearms at his public uh, appearances. Yeah, kind of. A little difference in the law, but not much. Sure. So let me go back to what John Monroe, attorney for GA2A.org, had to say. The whole point of the law is to make sure people can carry on public property. And if an event organizer wants to be able to prohibit firearms, then in order to comply with state law, it needs to have the event on private property. Problem solved. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Don't have it. If you want to have it at public property, you, you can't prohibit firearms. If you want to prohibit firearms, we'll have at it. But you can't have it on public property. Makes perfect sense to me. I agree. Yeah. John summed that up absolutely beautifully. He didn't hammer them for not wanting guns there. If it's a private, you know, it's their event. If they don't want to have guns, okay, fine. You can do that. I won't go. Others won't go. 
I don't know. I mean, if maybe the band, I, no, I just don't think I would. I'm just not into it. But have it on private property. Otherwise, you're violating Georgia law, not us. See how good laws are written, ladies and gentlemen. That's the way it's done. And that's the way it's responded to. When the naysayers and the goobers and the liberals and the gun grabbers take your party somewhere else on private property, because we have a state law here that does not allow you to disarm us on public property. John Monroe, Vice President, GA2A.org. Well played, my friend, and well said. We'll be right back. Go to... Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Welcome back, indeed. Fun show lined up for you today because we have so much to cover, and it's fascinating. The topics are really good today. They are every day, but today was just a little bit more fun because it was coming at me so so just fast and furious, and there's... It's always fun to say, ooh, where do we want to go here today? And I thought these were interesting, particularly when I found what's going on in Idaho. Mark Walters in the cross in the uh, six, <laughs> six hour studios. I'll get it out. Six, six hour studios. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, all of it brought to you today and every day by X insurance. If you are watching the video stream, we thank you. We appreciate that. So does Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers. They bring you that every day. We'll talk more about our other partners in just a few moments. Back to Georgia before I go to Idaho. Back to John Monroe. Well played by John. Well done. Well laid out. So we go back to this. The Sweetwater 420 Fest has decided to pack up and I guess leave downtown Atlanta Centennial Park. I don't know if they're going somewhere else. John told them, essentially, nobody doesn't want you there. You just can't violate state law. Go to a private venue. Simple as that. Now, this law was passed in 2014, but it didn't come to, according to what I'm looking at, at WSB-TV out of Atlanta, which is Channel 2, it didn't come to the attention of the festival organizers, Greg, until last year. And it passed in 2014. That would be, what, nine years ago? Uh, yeah. How did, they not know, how did they not know that? I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm just curious. I, I'm, I guess I'm not either. They don't read these bills, even after they pass. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, again, evidence that a lot of people don't have a clue what's going on out there. But you would think festival organizers of, of an event that size at, you know, and let's face it, you know, Centennial Park is very well known. Virtually every tourist that comes to Atlanta will find themselves in Centennial Park at some point in time. But it, it gets a little bit more interesting. Because, let me quote, sources told Channel 2 the same concern led to cancellation of last year's Music Midtown Festival in Piedmont Park. If you recall, that's the one we talked about that was canceled because of security concerns. Now, I guess they're not concerned if you and I are walking around in many other Centennial Park during the day. But I guess if it's at their thing during the day and you and I and the same people that are there armed, I guess we become a concern. For some from some weird reason. But John continued, he said, if they're worried about shootings at their events, it would seem they would want to have people carry there so they can defend themselves. And it says this year's 420 Fest at the brewery will now be at a much will now be a much smaller event because now they've moved. It looks like they've taken it to the brewery. That's their choice. They could have had it at Centennial Park if they wanted to. Now, let's go to Idaho. This dovetails really well. Because Idaho Supreme Court yesterday heard arguments on a festival weapons case. The festival at Sandpoint. Whether the festival at Sandpoint can ban firearms at the summer music series is the case where arguments were heard in the Ohio or in the Idaho. Excuse me. I was going to say Ohio. It's Idaho Supreme Court on Monday this week. And it was filed by Scott Herndon and Jeff Avery, Idaho Second Amendment Alliance and Second Amendment Foundation over the denial by the festival at Sandpoint to allow them to enter a 2019 concert with firearms. Get this. Idaho law, ladies and gentlemen, forbids curtailment of Second Amendment rights on public lands, Greg. And this was at War Memorial Field, which is owned by the city. Now, there's a little bit of nuance here, because according to this, they leased to the festival the public property for two weeks. So you get a little bit of, there's the nuance. That's why it's a little bit different than Georgia, right? Because it was a lease. So now it becomes, are they tenants? And if they're tenants on public property... Do they have the right to forbid people, even though it's still public land? Well, the argument is no, you can't. 
it doesn't change the fact that it's public land because you're leasing it for two weeks for a festival in August. The festival began enforcing the prohibition and screening procedures back in 2018 is when this went down. Now it's in the Idaho Supreme Court in order to fulfill, quote, contractual obligations of artists who performed during the concert series. Now, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, but I read that. I understand that to read the artists don't want anybody being armed there. Is that the way you heard that? I would agree with that to an extent. Yeah. Did you hear it a different way? Let's read that again. Fulfill contractual obligations of artists who perform during the concert series. And that was when they began enforcing the weapons prohibition and conducting what they call, quote unquote, more thorough screening procedures. Now, the city is maintaining the festival can enact its own security protocols because they have a lease agreement. Now, the pair left because they're smart. They attempted to go. They couldn't get in. And they left because what happens at that point, right? Now you got a hassle. Now you got trespassing. So when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, it's just good public service advice. You leave. Don't stick around if they ask you to leave and you're armed. Leave. You do not want a trespassing charge or an worse, an armed trespassing charge. Just go. And you know what? You do what these guys do if it matters to you. You know, Sue, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think the problem here is that they leased the property instead of rented the property. I don't think you can uh, convey property as a lease that is public property where you can rent property that is public property. And if they lease it, then they're allowed to enforce their own reg- uh, legislation, i.e. not uh, having firearms on the, uh, the Regulation, premises. I guess. Their own regulation. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. I said legislation. I meant regulation. Okay. Yeah. And where renting, you cannot. So essentially, the uh, owners of the property under rent still have the authority to be able to enforce certain laws that uh, that regulations that have been passed. And if they lease it, then there's kind of an owner's ownership of the land, and then they can dictate uh, what regulations exist on the property. And I think that's the problem here is that they leased it versus renting it. Yeah, and that would, of course, be up to state law. Obviously, it, you might have a different set of laws in whatever other state it may be. This is where it gets interesting because the pair left and then later sued, contending that their right to self-defense had been illegally taken from them because it was public property, which is a violation of Idaho law. So arguing for in front of the Supreme Court, the Idaho Supreme Court, the attorney David Kilmer representing the two Herndon and Avery and the two Second Amendment groups said the city is the guardian of the public's property and cannot arbitrarily give rights associated with them away. And when we come back, I'll read you some of his argument. It's quite compelling. And then some of that rebuttal from the festival goers attorney. And I think you'll see the difference here because it goes right to the core of what you were just talking about, Greg. And that's what the argument is about, is about that lease under state law. Clearly, that was not a problem here in the state of Georgia. Because they just use the public property? You would think there would be some type of agreement, right? What would they call it? Did they rent it for the day? Did they lease it for the day? I don't know. But it's interesting. We'll juxtapose the two together, and I'll read you some of the statements that were had, the battle that was held in court on Monday. We'll be right back. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. 
Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's Coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's Coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Okay, fun conversation today. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. The first hour of the program, we're in front of the Crossbreed Holsters mic here in the six-hour studios. All brought to you by X Insurance coming up in the next hour. More fun stuff to talk about. We'll be in front of the Fort Worth Armory, Mike. Please visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com, armedamericanradio.com. I am carrying a SIG P938 today in a crossbreed holster. Funny how that works. And it's a beautiful little rig. Love the thing. You can check them all out, sigsour.com, crossbreedholsters.com. And if you need some insurance for your businesses, which I just hooked up a buddy of mine yesterday and his business is a managing partner with X insurance, you can do the same thing because they're a real insurance company. They will write your business. They will write your events. They will cover just about anything you need covered. X insurance is there for you, including your self-defense and your freedom. So make sure to check them out xinsurance.com or just use the portal that we provide for you at armedamericanradio.com by clicking on the X insurance banner and bam take you right there you don't have to search anywhere we get right where you need to be continuing the conversation keeping in mind what we talked about with atlanta centennial park now moving across the country to idaho you have a pair of individuals who attempted to get into a festival not a concert, but a festival that apparently had been leased on this property, public property, for two weeks back in 2018. They were turned away. They left. They sued. 
because their right to self-defense was taken from them on public property, which is a violation of Idaho law. So now they've got a little bit of a a dust-up going on in court, and on Monday, the Idaho State Supreme Court heard arguments. Now, arguing before the Idaho Supreme Court, Caldwell attorney Donald Kilmer, who represents the two individuals that were turned away and the two Second Amendment groups, said the city is the guardian of the public's property and cannot arbitrarily give rights associated with them away. And here's part of what he had to say. War Memorial Field is today and at all times relevant to this case, public property. Sandpoint is Sandpoint's government is merely the guardians of a public trust, which means the city's government has no power to regulate the public's right to carry firearms for self-defense on public property. Makes sense so far, Greg? Would seem to. Yeah. The city of Sandpoint can't just give away your rights to somebody in violation of state law, which says you cannot bar somebody from carrying on public property. That's still public property. Holding a music festival, guys, at the public park, was argued in court, does not change the character of that property. And I'm quoting now nor the requirement that the public be allowed. It also does not fall under places exempted for public carry, such as a school or a courthouse. He said the city's lease with the festival was illegal, Greg, from the start, violating Idaho Municipal Code, requiring a resolution to lease out a public facility, and that that lease be fair and equitable. Instead, what happened here is the council passed a continuing resolution which, according to him, improperly delegating that authority to city officials. But that resolution failed to meet municipal code, uh, the, the municipal code requirements. While the city, quoting, is allowed to manage its properties, Kilmer told the justices that they must do so in compliance with Idaho laws, including Idaho's laws of the right to keep and bear arms on public property. So the city according to him, and under Idaho law preemption, state preemption controls, the city would never have the power to exclude people at this event. How's that sound, Greg? Sounds like a pretty solid argument to me, doesn't it? It does. I am uh, I'm curious if there are any contractual conveyances with the lease and the promoters of the festival uh, and if there's any language in there that allows them to do such a thing, saying you can't be armed on the property. Yeah, it's interesting because it does get into the weeds. Yeah. The city's failure to prohibit the festival from banning weapons amounted to a form of collusion. That interference could be drawn or that in, that. Yeah, that's what it says. Interference could be drawn by the presence of the city attorney and police at the site in the event of problems. It was a pretty strong inference in this case that this was a policy of the city to pretend like hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, that this is up to the festival. In other words, just kind of close your eyes to it and leave it up to the festival. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that it's public property. No. So the appellants, the two are contending the matter, quote, is about an illegal lease and the city negotiating away their right to self-defense, which is their Second Amendment right. Now, the woman, Catherine Brereton, who is the city of Sandpoint's attorney, said the matter is one of a waiver. This is where it gets into the weeds. There we go. Having failed, yeah, this is where you were going during the break, I think. Having failed to prove their case in district court and at the Idaho Supreme Court, the appellants have again brought this case that is unsupported by evidence, she said. What this really comes down to is not whether or not the lease between the city and the festival in 2019 or 18 was executed in a manner that complied with 501409. That would be the preemption. Because what this case has always been about, she said to the justices, is the issue of private property rights and the misunderstanding of those private property rights. 
In crafting pertinent legislation, lawmakers were specifically concerned about property rights and ensuring that the statute would not alter the inherent rights of private parties. Now, that's where the lease comes into play. Yeah, I was going to say okay. the difference between a private party on public lands and then the conveyance of ownership with the Correct. lease, then the dictation of they cannot have firearms on the land. So it's very clear to me that what's going to happen here is the Idaho Supreme Court is likely going to rule on what you're saying. Okay, is that is the nuance of that lease. What does it mean? And can they have private property rights through that lease, making this very simple? This is why they didn't while rent. on that public property. This is why they didn't rent the property. They leased it so that they could have over oversight of uh, all individuals that come into the private event and be able to dictate their own regulations for attendance in that event. Yeah, interestingly here, the city, the limit to a city's regulatory authority to regulate the possession of carrying of firearms flows from both the Idaho and U.S. constitutions. However, those provisions do not concern private parties. Now, let's go back to Georgia for a second. John Monroe said, hey, you do what you want, basically, but you can't violate Georgia law and do it on 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 public property. Have the event on private property. Seems like the attorney is now for the city is now trying to use that argument here in Idaho saying otherwise a homeowner would not be able to prevent someone from coming into their home not true i don't understand that one people renting from a housing authority could not keep someone from entering their home with a firearm well i would argue probably successfully that that form of lease makes that my residence which gives me the ability because the Second Amendment Foundation has been involved in court cases like this, banning people from having firearms in public housing. Right. We've talked about that before. Yep. The Second Amendment Foundation has successfully sued in that arena, albeit not in Idaho. So this is interesting stuff. And we'll follow this to see where this goes. I'll be interested to see how Idaho moves on this, how the uh, state Supreme Court will move on this. Uh, now, I'm going to make a guess. Greg, you care to make a guess? I'm going to guess they rule in favor of state preemption. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling they're going to rule in favor of the lease. Well, I'll tell you what. It's going to be interesting to see how this comes down the pike. I have no idea when that might come out, when a ruling like that on this might come out. But it will be interesting to see. Sweetwater 420 chose not to fight it because it's state law and they're having it on private property. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be right back. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 Chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. All right, final segment already of Hour 1 here on Friday. Greg, your favorite day of the week is upon you. Yes. Now, hey, you know, when I think about you, I think of, you know, Fratelli's, right? Is that what it is? Yes. Pizza, which we've had there together in yeah. Dallas. You brought it when we were there, and yep. it's, it's wonderful. Those of you that might be listening in Ohio, the comparison is to Marion's. And if you've ever had Marion's Pizza in Dayton, Ohio vicinity, you know what I'm talking about. Best pizza you'll ever have. I don't care where you go. Now, my cousin owns a pizza shop in Cincinnati that would argue with me. It's wildly popular. Uh, I like Joe good pizza, but it doesn't matter yeah. where it's at. But he's got some, he, he might argue with me. It's a different type of pizza. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... Fratelli's is like that. I also think of In-N-Out because you and I argue about In-N-Out and you tell me Whataburger is better. I found out yesterday another Whataburger opened closer to the one in Kennesaw. Oh, nice. To me. Yeah. Big, they're popular. But I am just not feeling the lines, man. I still haven't been to the other one yet. Well, take I, your time, I, but I, I, everything I've told you on the menu to check out, you need to check out. There, It's all I very will. good. Texas Toast Jalapeno. I know. It's, yep. it's on my list. It's on my list. That's okay. I'll be in Phoenix where I'll have a, a, an In-N-Out burger because every time I'm out there and there's one, I have to have one because yeah, I can't I understand. get them here. So. And you know what's kind of interesting? The last time I ate In-N-Out was the last time the same night that the Eagles played in the last Super Bowl, and I got food poisoning. And so the Eagles are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend, so maybe I'll go have In-N-Out again and see if I survive or not. Well, your food poisoning had nothing to do with the food. It had to be it had to do with the fact that you were watching the woke NFL. Oh, That's what made you I'm, sick. I'm pretty You're sure attributing it, it to the food, but it's not. It I'm pretty was sure. watching the woke NFL. Pretty sure it's right. the listeria from the tomatoes <laughs> and the lettuce. More about this Idaho case briefly. I, this is interesting. I, I'm, I'm digging further into the the city's argument. And here's what she said. We talked about the hierarchy of fundamental rights to agree with this position would elevate to meaning the appellate's position that we just covered. 
We talked about the hierarchy of fundamental rights to agree with this position would elevate the Second Amendment over property rights. It would elevate the Second Amendment over the right of someone in their home to say you cannot come in here. This would effectively deprive people of their right to defend their castle. Now, I'm going to make the argument for you, and this is why I think the state is going to, I think the preemption is going to hold here. Because I don't believe that, and I, I could argue that in the sense that they're, they're not living there. It's not the same as, as renting something that's your home. This isn't their home. This is a two-week festival being held on private property. This is a temporary gig. Is it a private property right? Is a temp- I guess this is the question. I guess when you think about it and you talk about it, this is what comes out. So I guess what I'm asking is, is a two-week festival leased on public property to be held on public property akin to living there for two weeks? Is it? I don't know. I, I think I don't know how that's going to be interpreted. I think in the legal conveyance in the difference between lease and rent that lease does infer uh, ownership where rent does not infer ownership as to just occupation and uh, where they're occupying the property for an extended period of time. Like if you lease a car, you're essentially driving a car daily like it's yours for an extended period of time or a given amount of time. And where when you rent it, rent a, a car, it's just a loaner for a period of time. Uh, and I think that might be and that's a poor way yeah. to convey both of these ideas. No, but. no, it's not. In fact, while you were talking, I was thinking about that, too. And then you mentioned rental car. I'm thinking, you know, the rental car becomes your you have a you can still carry your firearm in that rental car where it's legal to do so wherever you happen to be. That still that does not change the fact that that is considered an extension of your domain, even though it's a rental car when you're on vacation for two weeks, for okay. example. Okay, sure. See what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So I, I this is interesting. This this is really interesting. Little bit of of similarity to Georgia, but not because of that the presence of that lease. So Sweetwater 420 in Georgia did the right thing. They didn't fight it. It's state law. We'll have it at the brewery, albeit it's going to be smaller. Resolved. Problem solved. Problem problem solved. Yep. So here it's going to be fun to watch this break out. Uh, the argument there, it's going to come down to that lease, obviously. And that's, that's, what, that's what she's arguing. So it, it seems to me that she's arguing in this case that that lease conveys that that's their property for two weeks. And whether it's public or not, she used the public housing, for example. Okay. But can you ban someone from having firearms? And then that same argument with that she's making is if you lease something, if you if you're leasing or, or renting an apartment, either or it's a lease agreement when you rent an apartment. Right. You pay rent on the lease that you sign. If that's your home, you can say, I don't want firearms in my home, even though it's public property. If I'm visiting you in a public housing complex, which I probably wouldn't be doing anyway, I would want to carry my firearm with me, mm-hmm. all right, depending on where it is, particularly if it's in a big Democrat-controlled city, likely not safe. But I guess you could say to me, I don't want you here. This is my house. I don't want you here. You could use the word house or apartment interchangeably, right? Would convey the same message. I don't want you here. Would I then be able to sue you because it's public housing and you're depriving me of my Second Amendment rights? I think that's what this is getting down to in Idaho. When you cut through everything, I think that's what this is about. And this one is in court. And it's been it's been battled now for a couple of years. Go ahead. It strikes me as when I was a young boy, I always remember seeing uh, homes that were for sale, lease or rent. Mm-hmm. And there was always seemingly in my mind a distinction between lease and rent and obviously for sale. Um, when you took upon one of those options, whether you were going to lease it, you were going to rent it, that there was a difference, legal, different legal conveyance with the use of that property depending upon whether you were leasing it or you were renting it. And that's kind of where I'm kind of held up on this as they're 
they're using a lease contract, which may have a little bit of different stipulations and a, a somewhat pseudo conveyance of ownership. And that way you can enforce your own regulations. Whereas if you're renting it, it's more or less you have to follow by our regulations, but you are allowed to use it. Yeah, and yeah, you know, while you're talking about that, I'm thinking, and again, this is this is legalese stuff that's going to come out, I'm sure. But I've never heard anybody say, see, I mentioned your pay. If you lease an apartment, you pay rent. I've never heard somebody say, oh, my, I have to pay, I have to pay lease this month. They say pay rent. I think right? most people in interchangeable casual jargon, rent would be what people would recognize most, but there might be a different term Correct. that is used under a lease agreement. I have to pay my monthly lease. My monthly lease payment is due. Yep. If you're leasing a vehicle, you don't have a rent payment. You have a lease payment. Yep. So this is the way this is going to shake down. It's, it's pretty interesting stuff. Okay, so we're getting ready to take a break. We're going to go to the top of the hour here. We've got, we have got some audio of a ridiculously dumb Democrat. Can you imagine that? Three Super different dim. clips. <laughs> we're going to play those three clips. But before we get to that... Did you know, and here's where I'm going to give away a little bit of the Sunday show, and I, I saved this for the second hour for a reason, uh, but said, did you know that senators formed a gun violence prevention caucus last week? Did you know that? I, I did not. You didn't. You did not. Well, we're going to read you some of it because they have 27 bills they want to cram right up your throat. Tricked you, didn't I? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back. At six minutes after the hour, don't go away. Buckle in. This is going to be another really fun hour of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Six-hour studios will be on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike. I'll be back right after this at six minutes after. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 